Hi, welcome to the Dugout Podcast. My name's Ian. And I'm Oren. And today we're going to preview next week's All-Ireland Final between Dublin and Mayo. But just before we get started, I'm just going to say, obviously introduce, we have a new person here, Oren Drumgoul is his name, and he's replacing Anthony Cook, who I believe has been arrested in Los Angeles for stalking Robbie Keane. But uh, less of a head about that, the better. Anyway, on to the match. Um, who do you think is going to win? Uh, my overriding feeling is that Dublin um, are going to win. Um, although I do accept it's a toss of a coin. And how each team reacts to that particular uh, first game, I suppose, will determine that. Yeah. like Mayo, I think Mayo are not without a chance. Um they they didn't play well the last day despite what people would have you believe in the media it wasn't a good game neither team played well um, obviously you'd expect Dublin to have a lot of a lot more scope for improvement but the Mayo defence shackled Dublin's forwards extremely well the inside line was basically nullified yeah. um, I think that Jim Gavin's going to have a good few selection questions to answer um, Bernard Brogan looks off form Paul Flynn just doesn't look dynamic at all anymore he seems to have lost what he had three years ago um, and I think Mayo if they can get Aidan O'Shea into the game although I don't, it's not that I think that he's that good a footballer I think he's probably been hyped up far too much uh, and people probably expect more from him than he's able to deliver but I think yeah, I think it's going to be a close game. But there's a few things you touched on there that sort of uh, I had been thinking about. I mean, you talk about dropping one of or both of Brogan and Flynn. And the gas thing is, um, without knowing the players intimately, I, I, again, I I personally think that Flynn would potentially react better to being dropped and possibly coming off the bench. Whereas Brogan, I'd have concerns. If he was on the bench, do you feel he could come off the bench and put in a performance? He seems like a confidence player. You know, and I don't know if confidence players react well to being dropped um, or held back, should I say. I mean, we all know McManaman, for example, uh, comes off the bench, does a job. He's able to do it. He's done it so many times. It's it's sort of, you know, it's not even we're up to debate as to whether or not he could do it. But when you look at Flynn and Brogan, you go, well, can they come off the bench and, and, and put in a pitch? Yeah. I, to be honest with you, I'd actually think about, I think, Brogan could add something off the bench. I think physically, at the moment, he probably doesn't have the pace that he had. He's like he's not getting away from his man as much as he was. His shot selection seems to be a bit hurried. I think if you got if you brought him on later on in a game when he's up against a defender who's slightly tired, that he might have a bit more joy being fresh, and that he might actually get the scores to sort. Of, and then like if you could kick like two points, then. Like that could be the winning of the game. Yeah. Um. Like Flynn, just I don't know. He looks like I don't want to say gone, but he's just he's not delivering at the moment. Um. Like I know, like the Mayo defense is good, but like it took me about twenty minutes before I even realized he was on the ball, and then he took a horrible shot. Um. Like Dublin, Dublin need to be. I don't want to say more physical with the Mayo defence, but they need to be clever. Like, if your inside forward line are not getting on the ball, they're not working hard enough or they're not quick enough. Um, and I don't believe that Jim Gavin had leave the lads on if they weren't working hard enough. So I just believe that they weren't quick enough to get away from their men. But replacing Flynn could be 
a bit of an issue because he's who do you replace him with? Paul Mannion is not going to give you the same kind of physical presence out there. Um, whereas with Brogan, you could bring on Mannion or you could bring on Cormac Costello. Um, but listen, sure, we'll see. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see what team is named. And it probably doesn't even matter what team is named, but you're probably looking at what team actually shows up on the day. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, you, you, you also mentioned, I suppose, the fact that, um, th- that that the game wasn't the classic that was made out. It's gas because I was there at the game, and um, I, I suppose for seventy-seven minutes, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I don't know about you. Um, the atmosphere was odd. Uh, the only game I can compare it to, and I just mean in terms of outcome, was the Dublin Donegal game, two thousand eleven semi-final, when Dublin won. I think it was nine four. Was it nine four? Uh, that semi-final day. Yeah, I was absolutely One of the most awful games. Like, Dublin actually won that game and it felt like, uh, you know, I'd just been put through 20 rounds with Mike Tyson because it was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a very tough game to watch. And likewise, for, for, uh, as a fan of Dublin, I, I found that game very hard to watch. I mean, Dublin were three points up, what, two minutes left in the clock. And I, I, I turned to the person I was with and said, I, I just, this doesn't feel like we're winning. What's going on here? And even when Mayo got the equaliser, it felt... It didn't feel like the you know when Dublin invariably not to let you know snatch defeat or draw from the from the jaws of victory they they let a, 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 an equaliser come in and you, yeah and you'd get a kick in the stomach I didn't get that it felt that's actually right um, so you can look at it two ways one is Mayo missed their opportunity um, which I sort of feel to a degree is is, is my slant on it um, uh, because it felt like even though and this is the thing Mayo equalised the last kick of the game and yet. It feels like Dublin dodged a bullet. Yeah, like that's and that's kind of how the media have it painted as well. Is that like Dublin should have lost that game, and that Mayo were like Mayo were should have won, but like Mayo were atrocious as well. Like look at Aidan O'Shea taking a shot like with whatever amount of few minutes left on the clock, and he yeah. ballooned it wide. Was like, I know, and you know it's funny because we're talking about Brogan and Flynn. He had an awful game. Yeah, he was well. You know, and there's no talk of him being dropped. You see, that's the funny thing is we're talking about Brogan. So does that suggest that we have a stronger panel or Dublin have a stronger panel? They, they do. Their panel isn't as strong as it was. Um, like, they, when they were looking, like Kevin McManaman starting weakens the bench significantly. Like, you lose your impact. So, now, the players aren't, like O'Gara maybe, like, does he have a, case to start possibly like it'd probably be he'd bring a lot more physicality to it anyway but you also run the risk of playing whatever 40 50 minutes of a match with only 14 men that's the kind of player he is but and if you select him that's you know that's the risk you run but if it works out for him like he'll cause absolute mayhem in there and like I know Dublin like to play like the balls to the inside forward like low in front of them but like O'Gara gives you an outlet as well whereas listen if we're not like if we're not able to get the ball into the inside into the other inside forwards then maybe we can play it into O'Gara like you're, he's definitely going to break it like he's not going to it's not going to be a clean ball for the defender um, would I pick him? probably not I think um, I think you'd I'd like to see Connolly maybe spend a bit more time in a full forward, but I suppose with James McCarthy coming, being getting the black card, which was ridiculous, um, and Kilkenny going to half back, then it kind of weakened Dublin's options then up front. But yeah, like like he, yeah, we do have a stronger panel. 
Like Mayo do have some good young forwards coming through, but they're young, they're unproven. Whereas a lot of Dublin's forwards that are on the bench, although they may be young, they're still like they've still played in championship matches and they probably have a, a bit more experience than the Mayo forwards. But like Dublin need to sort out midfield as well. Like there's so many areas to sort out. Like defence is probably the least of their worries. I think they're like up front was like, was a massive issue. Nobody saw that coming. Dublin like barely able to get a score from play, and midfield was a worry before the game and it's still a worry now basically it seemed to me like that Brian Fenton was operating on his own in there but I don't, you were at the match you probably saw like the detail like the detailed runs that the forwards were making and where they're getting any space yeah, yeah. well uh, I, I suppose I was, I was having trouble believing what I was seeing to be quite honest uh, so it was very difficult to sort of get into the, the tactics of the game per se but um, I mean I, I, I mentioned there earlier on that I, I was surprised nobody's really discussed the fact that um, Mayo, as soon as they got their own goal, they, they never led. They never led. And that's, I, 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 again, I would have thought in, in, in terms of uh, character, in terms of, like, are they going to be able to do it? This is a big question because everyone always says, you want to play Mayo, you get them in an all Ireland final. That's the best time, you know, to play them. Um, because they're perennial, yeah. Uh, you know, they they left. They it. never win. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, I was going to say bottles, but that's not a very nice word. But like, well, no, it's fair enough. It's, it's, yeah, but it's, I suppose yeah, call a spade a spade. Like, but this is the thing. It's a different pressure, you know, when you're coming from behind, you've nothing to lose. I'm not saying it's easy, but it's a different pressure. Every time that they were coming from behind and then they were getting level, Dublin, I, you have to look at either Dublin stepped it up or Mayo couldn't take that extra step and push it over because they were always chasing the game so the question you have to ask is um, are Mayo capable of actually you know going into an All-Ireland final let's say there's 60 65 minutes in the clock there are one or two points up will they be able to hold on to it you know yeah but the other side of the coin is that Dublin were leading through the game and couldn't close it out now the only thing I'd say is that Dublin have proven that they can do it Mayo obviously no, they can't do it. They, yeah, they're battlers. Um, I'd like, I'd like to see Dublin win, and I, th- I probably think Dublin will win. But I think both teams have a lot of scope for improvement. Well, that did that did really blow a big hole in in the whole Dublin bandwagon. Um, I mean, going into the game, it's funny. I went to some forums, and uh, there was literally very little for Mayo people to take I'm just saying in terms of blind optimism I mean Dublin three of the last five All-Irelands the, te- the two, two teams they beat in the quarters and the semis are the only other two teams to win the All-Ireland in that time Yeah. Um, Mayo have, 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 have in, their own, in their own words not been overly impressive um, obviously I think apart from 15 minutes against Tyrone um, I know they'd be Tipperary but all due respects Tipperary not many people would have given them much of a chance against Mayo um, and many people believe that you know Mayo were much more prepared certainly on paper in other years coming into a final um, and like I really you know I, again maybe it's a bit dismissing but I really thought geez, Dublin are going to have to do an awful lot wrong here for this not to work out not just Mayo are going to have to do a lot like I really felt like the stars had to align in many regards and like fair play to Mayo because I, 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 I don't think anyone really believed they were capable of keeping Dublin to what was it four outfield scores was it? yeah it was something ridiculous uh, like yeah but they didn't get the job done I'm nearly arguing your point here now that they didn't get the job like they didn't get the job done yeah that's like, right you know I'm you know I'm a <laughs> you know I'm a positive person yeah always um, 
and I don't want to, like I don't want to be too down on Dublin uh, because the players there have delivered, but Brogan hasn't played well all year. Flynn hasn't played well all year. Now they've been carried by other players, um, but do you give them one more chance, or do you? Would you give them one more chance? Would I give them one more chance? I suppose. How have they reacted in training? You know, I mean, have Dublin actually come up against this before? They got sucker punched a couple of times. Um, and they obviously had to wait till the next year to react to it. So how have they reacted in training? I don't know. I would, I think, I, I think, more than likely I'd drop one of them. Which one? I'm not actually sure. As I say, it depends on the character of the player because different players will react differently to being dropped. You know yourself. Yeah, I'd say there's probably more chance of them dropping Kevin McManaman. That's funny. I'd agree with yeah, you on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think would be extremely harsh considering the year that he's had. Now, granted, it didn't go from the day be or on the day. And maybe, like, the shenanigans in the tunnel, which is a lot of nonsense, to be honest with you, um, may have sort of got him a bit wound up and he just wasn't focused oh, properly. You'd have to be worried if, if the shenanigans that went down the tunnel were, were to unsettle Dublin. You'd have to be... I don't think that was a factor, to be quite honest. I've listened to all different sort of reports about that and I don't I don't think that was a major factor in how the game went. Yeah. I don't know, just Dublin, just, they were so out of form. I mean, there was times it felt like a league game in February. Uh, and again, I know it's just because it was like some of them had heavy legs. I know Mayo were dropping back and, and covering the, the holes very quickly, but it wasn't the, 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 the sort of blanket defence we'd gotten used to over over the last few years with you know Tyrone. Yeah, like that's what that's what I'm worried about the the inside forward line because it wasn't a blanket defence. Like that, there, there should have been space for them, but if they couldn't shake their markers, then. But there were also a few unforced errors, like even some uh, bad passes. Like you're going, oh my god! Like you can't blame conditions, you can't no. blame being being closed down. There was things you're going, oh, like seriously. Karen Kilkenny is so pedestrian on the ball. Like it's never direct; it's always sideways. Like, especially when he went to halfback, it was like, it was worse. But like, it, Dublin don't play like that. When they lost James McCarthy, they lost the runner coming off the shoulder. They lost the, the easy hand pass to a man or a man running a front a, a run ahead of a player on the ball, just clearing a bit of space for the player on the ball. Um, so I think having McCarthy back will be a big bonus. Like their defense was, their defense was like concede fifteen points isn't bad in a an all No, and, and I'd argue a point that it was a day for defenses. Is in that kind of weather suits the defenders. Bo- yeah, no, well. Well, for me, it did. I know. I know people say well, it's a slippy ball. And I've, oh, yeah, there's going to be mistakes. We, we saw two own goals, yeah. you know. But as a defender, I always thought my job was to stop the forward from scoring. If I did that, my job's done. If he's not in any way an impact or able to sort of influence the game, then that's my job done. How, how many times were you sent off? Uh, listen, not too. Not too <laughs> often. I didn't keep. Uh, I didn't keep records of that now. But uh, once or twice, in all fairness. And, Unfortunately, in the biggest game ever played in. But that's not the point. The point, <laughs> the point is, the point is, I still always felt if, if if my man didn't have a major influence on the game, that was my job. I mean, you had a lot of forwards there dropping balls, couldn't get the balls, couldn't get them into their body. And both defences, in all fairness, did play well. Yeah, no, they did. But yeah, like when the ball kind of spills out and it takes the forward like a second goal to regain it, it does play to the defender's strengths. Um, now... At this level, you'd expect Forrest to be able to take the ball and go. Like, like lads turning. I don't know whether they hadn't tried to, like what studs they were wearing, but like particularly with Dublin, like lads, like and you see it quite a bit with Connolly is that when he turns, he slips or stumbles. Like maybe he's just turning too sharp an angle for his body, but like he takes a, a little stumble or whatever. But like obviously you're going to forgive him because it's Dermot Connolly. But um, they 
yeah, like I'd expect players to be able to handle the conditions. Like it's the same for everyone. Um, the defenders are probably happy enough to see those kind of conditions. They don't want the forward winning clean ball, and especially if when it starts to spill out the way it did, and the mistakes and the bad passes. Like that's a defender's dream. Like slowing down the attack, and that's why like if you can get the quick ball, direct ball in on a day like that, and your forward can win the ball on the inside line then you can feed the runners coming through but when it started spilling around or the defender was getting a hand in then Dublin's game just completely broke down they didn't seem to have a plan B like, except for maybe like, try and get Connolly to take a shot from way out um, there seemed to be sporadic moments of like two three points like it was as if the teams were just about to get their game going and yeah. they'd have two or three minutes of actually not too bad you go geez, it's, it's actually this is going to be a bit of a game now actually and then You'd have another five minutes of just you're going. What is going on? What are rubbish? Yeah, I'd be thinking, "Need to get me boots. I'll need to get my boots on. Get yeah. laced up. Get on the pitch." You know, it couldn't have been much worse. Oh well, I probably would have gotten sent off. But that's yeah, the that's point. True. The point <laughs> is, I, 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 still, I, I just could not make sense of that game. The hallway. I kept turning around to the guy I was with and saying, "Like seriously, what is going on here? Have I gone to the twilight zone?" Because you've got two teams that are able to play football, able to play defensive. They can both sort of mix and match if they need to. And there was no sort of. Um, no cohesion to the, to, to the way the game was going. And yeah, that's no, it. That's no. probably the exact word to use, cohesion. It was very stop-start. Um, actually, which so something I mentioned there, which brings me back, I just want to ask you about Dermot Connolly, last kick of the game from the sideline. Do you take the shot on? <laughs> well, it's Dermot Connolly, isn't it? I mean, uh, it's the L. If he scores it, he's a hero. If he misses it... Oh, was it's, there a minute on the clock? Was there? there was a minute on the clock. Yeah, I think... Oh, Listen, I don't blame him and I don't have a problem with him doing it. I think the way the game went, it made sense to hold possession. Um, because it was such an odd game, because everybody was really off form, particularly up front, it was um, it was not the right call. You could see him sort of have a little bit of a scuffle with Kilkenny about it. And oddly enough, as you say, Kilkenny, I suppose, while he was passing it sideways, I suppose he wasn't losing it. Um, and that was the time to hold your head and to sort of keep the ball yeah like I don't know I'd be I'd be of the opposite opinion I think he was right to take it on I think the way the game is going from my point of view was that there was no guarantee that we were going to be able to hold possession the way we'd been playing like with the ball being spilled or bad passes the other person I think who's at fault is O'Gara he ran in to slow the keeper down from taking the quick kick out and never actually really made it and the keeper just popped it over his head to the cornerback and he went off up the field and that's where the point came from the other one was Darren Daly I think it was Darren Daly anyway who uh, let Killian O'Connor get onto his right foot which was like basic you should know that keep him on his left keep him on his left hmm. but yeah like it is it's Dermot Connolly let him have a go he buries the ball wide like it's a few seconds wasted especially between the chat and himself and Kilkenny did about the free or about the sideline Um but yeah, no, I think he's right to take it on. Was there any discussion? Any discussion about the seven minutes of injury time? Um, I'm not, listen. I, I, I've no gripes in terms of like the draw, but I, 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 where did that seven minutes come from? Um, there was there was a lot of subs. I think there was like maybe eight subs in the eight it's or twenty seconds per sub. Which is is it only twenty seconds or thirty? So I think it's twenty. Yeah, and, and yeah so um, that's three probably minutes. Probably a bit of time wasting. Um, talking to different players. Yeah. The referee must have really been enjoying it, saying, oh, get another seven of this into us. Yeah, That's yeah, brilliant, yeah. yeah. And then they draw a level. Right, let's get it. That's it, it. yeah. Blow the whistle. A couple of million there, yeah. Um, actually, like, 
I know like I've been complimenting the Mayo defending and if I was a Mayo man I'd be delighted with their defending but like how the umpires and linesmen don't do anything about like Lee Keegan swinging out of Connolly for the whole game like at one stage the referee was jogging past Connolly Keegan was holding his jersey Connolly had his arms out talking saying it to the referee and the referee was just ignored him yeah. like in fairness the referee was muck um, yeah. Glad he's not back there for but a But I suppose I, I listen. I, I wouldn't say he was muck in favour of either team. To be honest, no, I just um, think he, he was just, just he was just poor. Rubbish. But the gas thing was, I heard a statistic that every manager that Keegan or every player that uh, who's been marked by Keegan has gotten a yellow card in the championship this year. Basically, because in essence, I suppose he he seems to <laughs> incite some sort of reaction. Like he's obviously pulling. He out just stands there and holds onto the jersey. Yeah. Like listen, it, Lee Keegan. If you play to your team, you love him. If he plays against you, you hate him. Like, yeah, I don't. I'd love to have him. Yeah, so we hate him. Yeah, that, well, I was just saying. Yeah. You're saying you hate him, obviously. As a defender, I like. I don't hate him. <laughs> I, I, I like. I, Jeez, I understand what he's doing. I don't even know him. No. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. He like, as a defender, like, yeah, I'd love. Like, that's how you want to see your defenders play the game, especially if the referee's letting them get away with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. I mean, it's not so much a, this isn't a comment on Lee Keegan it's more on the officials like the umpires are standing there two of them are, Keegan's hanging out of Connolly's jersey Connolly's trying to get him off Connolly's jersey's ripped to pieces then there's three other Mayo lads pushing Connolly as well like what are you doing lads like, like umpires are notorious for being rubbish and being blind and these lads were prime examples of it yeah, but but that's but this is just part and parcel of the game. I mean, you, you know, how many times have we heard? But it, this? Should, it shouldn't be. No, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. But this is unfortunately part of the parcel of the game that that's that's accepted, and it's just I, I suppose everyone to fall back to Will Connolly needs to keep his head. He is that sort of much a veteran and respected uh, in many regards that he's been there, done that. You know. Yeah. So people are just playing on one of. A, I'm not, I'm not trying to say it's a weakness in his characteristic, but it sort of is where you know, well, you know what, he might just react this time. Well, it, well it's proven that he does react. Listen, he, he's the most complete footballer in the country, in my mind. Like, I don't think there's anyone else who comes close to him. Like, for the, like you could play him midfield, you could play him wing-back, you could play him, you're probably play him full-back, or on goals even. Um, but if you do get to him, he does react. Did they not do it in the olden days where you'd always have a player on the pitch... What do you call them? They do it in, her, in, in ice hockey. An enforcer. An enforcer, where basically you say, okay, now your job is to make sure that, that Connolly, you know, if he's getting ruffled up, that you're going to get involved in some form, whether yeah. it's, you know, like a 45 or something like that. You're going to yeah, get like, and, and remind them. Connolly being your best player, you wouldn't want him doing it. Like, yes, you're, you're, of course. This player is willing to, like, in ice hockey, he's willing to take, like, a Simbian or, like, a penalty box. Like Ron O'Gara, perhaps, you know. Owen O'Gara. Isn't he perfect? Oh, yeah, oh, sorry, oh, Ron, sorry, that's... Yeah, Ron O'Gara, I don't think he was uh, much for being an enforcer. Yeah. Yeah, like, do you want want to go down that route? By all means, like, are you happy enough, like, for O'Gara? But because if O'Gara goes and does something, like, if he goes and breaks up Lee Keegan, like, he's probably looking at a red card. Yeah, but you know, everyone's going to be going, ah, yeah, I saw that, saw that coming, didn't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of like when he comes off the bench, you're going, oh, jeez, anything can happen now, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, listen, he can be great and he can be woeful. It's the risk you take. And I, I suppose it depends on... Do you reckon that's yeah. Jim Gavin on sideline flicking a coin up and going, oh, heads, heads he plays, tails he doesn't, oh, can, can we beat these with 14, <laughs> man? Oh, he, he did all right the other day when he came on, apart from the kick out at the end. Um, yeah. 
but he's definitely an option. Would you play him? I might try him. Um, certainly, depending on how he's getting on training. Um, I'd like to mix things up. I'd like to see them mix things up. Um, you know, like, like really, that was such an awful performance from you know pretty much most of our forwards. You have to think that you know the lads in the bench. How are they going to react? You know, looking at that and saying, "Okay, we're busting our humps as well." Those lads have put in probably one of that most horrible looking shifts anyway we've seen for some time and yet we still can't get a run out yeah like did any forward have a good game any of the starting forwards have a good game no I mean we were just saying there like Andrew's got two nice points um, and obviously for the rest of the game then wasn't exactly uh, involved a lot but even at that those two points were were, were vital yeah they were vital at the end but I suppose it's easy to say that in hindsight like those two points are really important like obviously Killian O'Connor's point was important and people were making up a lot of stuff oh well they've got two own goals like to be honest with you Dublin kind of forced the own goals like the ball in from Connolly for a rock's goal was in, or for the own goal where rock dropped the ball was incredible um, and like Dublin cut um, Mayo open for the other goal as well and of course there was a couple of other goal opportunities where the Mayo goalkeeper made a few nice saves so there were more opportunities than were you know yeah like obviously the media tend to brush over these things Um Listen, Brian Fenton's runs in, from deep seem to cause them a lot of problems, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a good day, and hopefully the weather is a bit better and get a bit more of a spectacle because that was very poor compared to the semi-finals between Dublin and Kerry. Um, anyway, listen, we'll wrap it up. With, uh, give us your prediction. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be one fifteen to sixteen points to Dublin. Oh, that's close enough, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, I was, no. Even despite what I've said about Mayo and all this sort of stuff, I still think Dublin. Uh, maybe 121 to 115 yeah. ok listen this has been the Dugout Podcast hope you enjoyed it uh, it's good to be back and um, we'll talk soon take care